the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast, supporting artists and musicians from the great state of Texas. And now, here's your host, Julie. Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here from the Texas Music Spotlight. I am here with another episode of our live music podcast that we do every Wednesday, and we release that on SoundCloud on Fridays. Today, we have a very special guest. I have Jeff Wood here. Uh, Jeff, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Aren't they all special, though? What was that? Aren't all the guests special? Oh, yeah, duh. I mean, they're musicians. It's great. I'm a musician. It's great. <laughs> Um, yeah, Jeff, um, how, how you been? How, how's your day? How's your day going? Good day. Can't complain. Live. Awesome. Uh, so I'm going to have you, uh, go ahead and jump into a song real quick. What, what are you going to be playing first? Uh, this is a song on my album. Uh, uh, it's called, uh, The Great Escape. And this song is called The Savior's Son. Awesome. Take it away.
Awesome, Jeff. That was great. That was great. That was Jeff Wood. Uh, you're listening here on the Texas Music Spotlight. Jeff, um, I kind of wanted to, to to talk about your music and stuff like that. What? How? Well, first off, how many albums do you actually have out right now? Oh, uh, well, I sell three at my shows, CDs, like physical CD uh, songs. But I have maybe seven albums on iTunes and Google Play total, I think. And yeah. that could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, when, whenever. That's yeah, whenever I look up your name, uh, there's there's tons of tons of content and and stuff out there. Where do you find all the inspiration and stuff for the for the lyrics and stuff like that, and the the, the chord progressions, the sounds and stuff? Um, where do you find all that inspiration within you, or where out in the world? Yeah, uh, I'm just born with it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I've been doing it for a long time, so it's. Uh... You know, it's old hat to me now. Uh, I like to, you know, pick a guitar, piano, or whatever instrument, and I like to just kind of fool around with sounds and, you know, uh, and just kind of uh, figure it out what the song's saying to what I think it sounds like it's saying, and then I write the lyrics yeah, and melodies. That, that's awesome. Um, that that's a that's definitely a skill that not 
I don't think a whole lot of musicians have for one because just to be able to to pick up an instrument and just start going and and doing creating and stuff that's that's a I think that's a real gift uh, as a musician. And uh, where can you find? Yeah, well, my, the first thing I tried to do, I didn't even try and learn other people's songs. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to start writing my own. Songs. Did you like learn the guitar on your own, or did you get lessons or anything like that? Uh, I I learned on my own. The very first guitar I ever had had wow. one string on it, and then eventually I put two on, and then three, and then I eventually put six on, and I probably played on that guitar for uh, at least five months wow. before I even learned how to tune it. <laughs> But like I said, I, I picked up hard trying to make sounds and, you know, and uh, I had some help along the way. I definitely had people, you know, saying, hey, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong. Uh, but other than that, it just, you know, it, it was for me, playing guitar was like a video game. It was just like, you know, you pass one level and then you want to move on to the next level. And, and, there, and it's a never ending game. I mean, even to this day, every time I think I'm getting pretty good at guitar, all I got to do is get on YouTube and. There's some little twelve-year-old out there who can play circles. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely uh, a, a great way of, of, of thinking about it. That way, uh, kind of like a video game, just just keep on going. And uh, yeah, life as a musician never you never stop growing. I suppose. Um, Musicjeffwood.net, correct? That's your that's your website where you can find everything. Musicjeffwood.net. Yeah, you can find all his. All his albums and, and uh, purchase them, and look at his his cool stuff that he has on there. He has a lot of uh, all his. Uh, looks like a, I, back there, oh, looks yeah, like so, you got a bunch of cool yeah, stuff. Some guitars back there. You I'm can sing guitars. Uh, <laughs> we can talk about uh, some of that stuff yeah. a little later. Uh, well, the audio listeners can't see it, but there's a there's a few guitars behind me and uh, some fun stuff uh, <laughs> to make music. Um, yeah. So so with the music, what what kind of have uh, it's in you. What what have you done with it? What what do you want to work towards, and what do you use your music for? Like, is it is it for you? Is it is it an ex, a way of expression, or is it a way for you to connect with people? Um, the first, uh, well, I first started playing music in a rock band, uh, and uh, we were a touring rock band. We flown to New York, played in front of record labels. It almost happened, then it didn't, and then I just started. At that point, just said, you know, uh, when we weren't on tour, I would go out and do these acoustic shows like I do now. And once the band broke up, I just said, uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm just going to start doing this for a living. And honestly, uh, of course, I want to write songs for other people to enjoy. But at the end of the day, uh, I'm really just writing them for myself. And they're, they're, I've, I've literally written hundreds and hundreds of songs. If not, it, wow. it, it may very well be in the thousands by now. And there are tons of songs that uh, I, people haven't even heard and I have never even played for anyone. Or I've written it and only played it once myself. And uh, so it's really just for me. And it's like, you know, uh, I guess like a poet has to write poetry. I, I write songs and just because whether there's an audience yeah. or not, yeah. I, I want to put it out there for myself to listen to in, in my car and, and pat yeah. myself on the back and tell myself. I, I, some people want to like I. I make music, music as well. And whenever I tell people like, Oh, I listen to myself. Like they think that's kind of weird, but it's like, no, if you enjoy what you're doing, yeah, you're going to listen to, to what you create, you know? <laughs> well, honestly, when I, most of the time when I listen to my music, it's like when I, I have a recording mm-hmm. studio in, in that's where I am right now in my studio. And most of the time when I listen to my stuff, I'm listening to where I can improve it. 
And then after it's said and done, I'll put it away. Like if I make an album, I'll put it away and not listen to it for a really long time. Because if I keep listening to it, I'm keep, I'll, I'll just continue to listen to it for mistakes or where I could have made it better. And after a while, over time, you, you, uh, you can just go back and listen to it and say, you know, that was a good song without saying, oh, the guitar's too loud or bass isn't loud enough or the vocal should have been louder or I should have done this or that. So that's, that's usually what I'm doing. If I'm listening to my music, I'm either listening to it to try and make it better or I'm going back yeah, and listening yeah, to definitely. it to reminisce. Yeah. Uh, where, are, where are you at right now? Uh, where, you said you're at your recording studio. Where are you like, at uh, what city? Oh, me too. Oh, I'm in so San Antonio. Figured, where are you? Oh, you are? Okay. Um, yeah. So, so how's for you and your experience, what, um, how's the San Antonio music scene and uh, have you been able to get a lot of gigs? What do you like? What don't you like? Um, why don't you tell me about that? Uh, I'm, I don't really feel like a part of the San Antonio music scene if I'm being complete. I mean, uh, I, what I do is, I mean, I play a lot of vineyards and wineries and resorts and private parties. And I do some bars and restaurants, too. But most of them aren't like, uh, I, I, don't, I don't, like when I do a show, I'll do a four-hour show and it's by myself. And there's no other musicians opening or closing, you know. I so, and honestly, I, I moved to San Antonio uh, about five years, five six years ago. And so, I mean, I have made some musician friends. I have some really good ones out there, but we 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 don't get to share a stage ever, hardly ever. <laughs> so it kind of gets a little lonely. And I definitely would like to break into the music scene a little. But uh, what I do now is. Like I said, I write music for myself yeah. when I go out and play the shows to pay the yeah, bills. Yeah, definitely. So and uh, we actually, or I actually found you through uh, Laura Marie. Uh, she was she was our very first uh, yeah. artist that we had on way back in January, and uh, we kind of asked. Yeah, I had him. Yeah, too. yeah, definitely. He's, and, he's a great musician. Uh, so you sort of like worked with her before? Are you, are you friends? Yeah, we did this show for a, a guy at a birthday party. He literally had he hired another guy and her and me, and we would like take turns mm -hmm. playing like 20 minute sets. And then uh, at the end of the night, we all got together and just jammed on, you know, simple, easy songs that we all three knew we could pull off. And yeah, we made a connection there. And, you know, she, uh, like I said, she's a, she's a real good musician and uh, I really like her songs. And so, yeah, we, definitely we've kind of hit it off, uh, I guess. Laura Marie, <laughs> uh, doing it, doing it big. Uh, so, so what, how like what birthday party was that for? That sounds like a lot of fun. Was it for like an older crowd? I don't even remember his name, and he ripped me off too. He was supposed oh, to pay wow. me the money, and he didn't. And he, but I got another gig coming up real soon, and it's gonna it's gonna be even better, and it's gonna pay you know. So I, I you know, <laughs> I tried to be professional about it. And yeah, I definitely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that that happens um, way too often. Uh, you see musicians, people getting uh, short, short change. And I'm sure you've, you've run into your own uh, quarrels and stuff like that, stories yeah, and all that. Uh, but yeah, definitely we, uh, we got a band together as musicians and kind of just, you know, we're, we're an actual art. You're, we're essential to, you know, a party or something like that. Like we got to. Well, I felt like that party we played, we were just background noise. And I was just, and I don't think I even said this, uh, to Laura, but I was like, uh, what, what are we even doing here? <laughs> it almost felt like we were uh, ornaments, you know, like, yeah. look at my oh, money. Okay. Look, look now I can, I can see what, what kind of birthday party yeah. that is. All right. 
It was oh, an art museum. Wow. That tells you this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you get free? He was showing off a little bit. Uh, there was no alcohol there. Well, there was. Oh, but okay. I was more interested <laughs> in the food. <laughs> they, they did yeah, have some good food there. I'll give them that. <laughs> All right. Um, so you so you run your own podcast. So why don't you tell me a little bit about that? I saw it on your uh, on your website and stuff like that. What kind of uh, genres do you talk about? Yeah, you know, I, I've been thinking like you know I was talking about how I have all these songs, and I wanted to uh, just there, I've written so many songs that if I don't do something with them, they'll just disappear when I die. So I and I don't know how long you know podcasts are going to last. I I personally love podcasts, but. Uh, I wanted to put my songs out there in some kind of digital form so that they had some sort of life and, you know, I didn't just bury them in my computer and, and never, you know. So what I do is every once in a while I'll put out a podcast where uh, uh, I, I just play i I'll, I'll go through my computer and it's like, oh, I haven't heard that song in a long time. And if it's a decent song, even if it's not a decent song, even if it's just crappy recording quality, but for whatever reason at that moment in time it, it touches me, I'll just throw it up on the so people can listen to it. Like I said, to me, it's just more important to just put those songs out there so that they don't die. And on top of that, I, I every once in a while I'll do interviews with people like Laura and you know a couple other musicians that uh, that I've played with over the years, or that my band played with back in the day, or you know whatever, or just people that kind of helped me as a musician growing up. You know, so I'll do slash. Unreleased songs and then slash uh, interviews sort of things just to, you know, get those out there, too, and help those musicians get their music heard by the <laughs> tens of hundreds of fans. Yeah, I have. definitely. That sounds awesome. You can check all that out at uh, musicjeffwood.net. He has all that stuff and his podcast links and all that on his website. So you have all these albums, all this music and stuff where how have you changed as a musician? Um with your sort of genre? I know some of it's like country, it's sort of pop uh, influences and stuff like that. Um, how has it changed? How, if, I mean, you, you say you listen to your old stuff sometimes and do you ever listen to it and be like, whoa, what, that's totally different. Yeah. I was horrible back then. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so how, <laughs> how has it changed uh, since the very beginning and, and how, how are you right now and where do you think you're going to go musically? When I first started writing music, I was, uh, you know, I think I started playing guitar around Pearl Jam and Nirvana era. So I, you know, it was more, it was very angry. Uh, it was very uh, eclectic. I tried to be, you know, as weird as they were trying to be, you know, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I think over the years, you know, and then when I was in my rock band, it was a collaborative effort. I would bring a song to the table and then they would all write their parts around it. And then when the band broke up, uh, I started, you know, to try and figure out how I could write songs just acoustically so I could go out and play shows. And then, like I said, I got a studio and then I started incorporating, you know, all these instruments mm -hmm. back into my music. I think I've just gotten sharper at it. I think I think uh, when I get an idea going, I know how to get to it a lot quicker. I know how to uh, get to what it's trying to say to me a lot faster. And I, I think I'm just I'm, you know. I've been doing this for 21 years. If I'm not getting better at yeah, this, yeah, then definitely. I should probably hang it up. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying, you know, there are songs that I wrote back when I was probably, you know, 21 years old that are better than anything I've written now. But uh, there are songs that I'm writing now that, you know, squash some of those other songs that I wrote when I was 21 years old. It's just, you know, 
you find some days you write the, something that uh, will outlast the other songs, and some days you don't. You just keep trying. But as long as you keep sharpening that sword, you know, it's, yeah, it's yeah, going to get that's better great. better. Um, so you talked about you creating music alone by yourself, uh, int- introducing all these instruments and stuff like that. You, you had a rock band before. Do you find it easier to make music alone uh, and just have your ideas or, or would you rather have some more input or do you ever go out and say, Hey, I'm having problems with this, this one little thing. I, I can't, I don't know how to go from here. I need some help. Do you ever do that? No, I, I, I've never asked anyone to collaborate with me if that's what you mean. Uh, I do miss, I really do miss writing in a band. I miss being in that garage or that basement and like, finding that thing together and writing it and then like taking a break and going inside and, and, and sitting around and talking about how awesome that thing was. And then step, you know, I do miss the camaraderie of writing songs with people. But, uh, I was in a rock band, so we only wrote rock songs. Whereas now, like you said, I, I, I write some country stuff. I write blues stuff. I write, uh, I still write rock stuff. I, I try and write anything, and 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 now I have more of a blank canvas where I can just do whatever I want, and and uh, <clears throat> so on one end it 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 does it does cheapen the moment writing a song by yourself when no one's around to appreciate it with you, but at the same time you don't have to uh, get in arguments with other people about it if they don't like what you're you know there's another side of that when it's like. You know, when you're writing songs with other people, it can turn into a heated thing because everyone in the songwriting process mm-hmm. can be pretty passionate about it. And they may not uh, agree with whatever inspiration yeah, you're going everybody through. Everybody has the their own uh, idea where it needs to go in their head, and, and sometimes that uh, doesn't, you know, coincide with with the person next to you. And, and yeah, definitely. Um, let's go ahead and, and get you to play another song. Uh, what What do you have uh, prepared for us? Well, usually. I'm gonna tune up real quick. Usually, when I do these kind of things, I, I try and play songs that uh, would be on the radio and uh, something that uh, would help me sell more CDs. I guess is a good way of putting it. But I decided I'm gonna play songs that I really enjoy playing. When you asked me to do this podcast, I was like, I'm just gonna play songs that. I really like and I really enjoy playing at my shows and this is probably one of my favorites to do. This one's called Life's a Bitch. Ain't a lot of bitch She'll cut you down to size Ain't a lot of bitch She'll cut you down to size. Don't turn your back on her. She'll run you down if you try. I used to have this girl for brighter than the sun. She painted up my world and burned it down for fun. Ain't like a bitch. She'll cut you down sides. Don't turn your back on her. She'll run you down if you try.
the bench. She loves to turn on a dime. Ain't like the bench. She loves to turn on a dime. Don't trust a word you've heard. She hurts as bad as she lies. Now that girl's roaming the streets with bad intentions in hand, and it occurs to me I feel bad for her next man. Ain't like a bitch. She loves to turn on a dime. Don't trust a word you've heard. She hurts as bad as she lies. Don't trust a word you She hurts as bad as she lies. Awesome, man. That was great. <laughs> yeah. And you like... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a really good song. I really like it. <laughs> uh, you can go ahead and check out Jeff Wood and all his dates on uh, musicjeffwood.net, and you can uh, listen to him here right now on the Texas Music Spotlight. So uh, right now I'm going to do a little segment that we like to do called the Texas Two Step, and it's asking two questions that have nothing to do with music, um, and they're written on cards. Boop, 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 right there. Um, <laughs> so. Anyway. Uh, you said you traveled a little bit. You, I, I read in your bio that you haven't worked or you, you weren't born here in Texas. Where is the farthest that you have traveled and what food would you like to bring to San Antonio if you could? Farthest I traveled mm -hmm. was probably New York City. Uh, what food would you like to bring what food uh, would I from what? there, I guess, New York City to San Antonio? What do you wish they had more of here? Uh, when I was there... I was actually playing for a record label and they took us to this five-star restaurant where the appetizers alone cost $500. So I guess I would take that whole meal that I had that night and I'd take it from Texas and I'd freeze it and then I'd try and oh sell it God. because it was so expensive. Were they just like trying to show off or something or they're like, yeah, just take it. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I'm going to admit I did something that most people, I'm probably going to lose some fans by saying this, but remember, this was years and years ago. I ordered, you ordered what? what was that? that? Night. Oh Meal. no! I ate a baby cow. <laughs> uh, was it? Yeah. But that was You're a different person. Now, I've changed yeah. was, people. Okay. What well, did the Jeff a long time ago enjoy it? Or you know, I no. I couldn't tell you honestly. I was more worried about the you oh, know true. what was going to come with the record labels and all that stuff. I I don't even know how much of it I ate. And what I did, I think I, I spit it out, people. You're yeah, he didn't like it. Don't, In don't, don't listen to Jeff from a long time ago. No. Uh, second question. What was your favorite pastime as a child? What was something that you enjoyed to do? Maybe a sport or something or something weird, crazy? Well, the way my mom tells it, I used to want to be a preacher. I used to want to be a professional soccer player. Uh, I definitely wanted to be a professional basketball player. But then I realized I wasn't very good at that. And then after that, I wanted to be, I used to write short stories. And then I realized I wasn't very good at that either. Which is, I've kind of directed my old writing skills into, um, if you go on my website, I have a blog and I write about uh, some of my music stories and stuff, stuff that's uh, 
you know, gone on throughout my music career. You you said that this was oh, not going to be about music, totally and I keep cool. turning yeah. it back I to know music. Uh, big part of uh, people's lives whenever they are musicians for a living, and uh, just. But I say, say basketball was was my. I used I I used to have the same kind of passion for basketball oh, okay. that I did that I do music. I I would, you know, while most of my friends were out partying, I was in my driveway shooting baskets, thinking I was going to be the next Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. and a preacher and a soccer player. You said that's uh. That's quite. <laughs> you're a busy yeah. person, a busy kid. <laughs> uh, I wasn't very busy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> awesome. That was the Texas Two Step, and that was Jeff Wood. Jeff, uh, thank you for being on the podcast. It was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I heard Jeff play some music. If you like his music, you can find them all uh, on iTunes and stuff like that. Music Jeffwood.net, and he has tons of music for you. You can uh, you can tell already with the two songs that you just played. They're they're uh, pretty different and and i'm sure he has a song for you uh that you'd enjoy um yeah that i could i bet there's at least yeah, one that she'll say that's out of the hundreds just just uh just listen to all of them and then you're gonna find one yeah there you go yeah <laughs> uh yeah. i've been jules the human and this is the texas music spotlight remember you can catch us every wednesday for our live music podcast we release our imagine sessions podcast on thursday and we release this music or live music podcast on friday uh, thanks, guys, and hope you have a good night. Thank you for listening to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and visit our website, texasmusicspotlight.com, to find out how you can be a part of the live recordings. Until next time, please continue to support local artists and music in your hometown. <laughs> <laughs>